Hey, baby, I hear those dudes are talking about movies they can't remake. And it seems like they would do them too, but you know, uh, it's been remade. <laughs> so I don't know what they'll do without a movie they can remake. They're talking again. <laughs> yeah! Prequels. Uh, Prequel, sequel, remake. Talk. Talk. Hey, sports fans. Welcome once again to the prequel, sequel, remake talks. And um, tonight we are going to talk about um, a brand new movie. A brand, yeah, new, brand yeah, new movie. It's a big um, hit from this. Entering up. its. Uh, how fucking long ago is that? 27 years, God. 20, 27 year anniversary of uh, oh, a venerated uh, classic film. Oh, God. Known uh, you as. You got Half Owen Wilson now. Wayne. Wow. Uh, now he went for all <laughs> Wayne's World. <laughs> oh, Can we, God. Uh, that's Butcher. The, <laughs> Wayne's World. Wayne? Party time. Excellent. Uh, party on Wayne, Wayne and party on Garth. Garth. Hey, Wayne's uh, World. That's. that's so welcome to Prequel Sequel yeah, Remake Talks. Talks yeah, right. uh, <laughs> what we do on this show, we uh, we take movies that we couldn't cover on our main show, which we make prequel sequels and remakes for movies that don't have them. And we just like to discuss, you know, our personal favorites that uh, can't be covered on that show. Exactly. Due to stupid technicalities that we put on ourselves. And like, we are very rigid in all of these rules. We definitely have a prequel, sequel, and remake in every episode. The prequel, sequels, and remakes are definitely directly related to whatever movie we're talking about. They're definitely Unless it's a spinoff. Unless it's a spinoff. I mean, I was making a joke. And, and no, that I know, I know. No, 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 no. I mean, <laughs> my joke was that I didn't get what you were saying. Yeah, well, no, okay. Well, you fine. weren't selling that to me. Whole thing's boxed. I, I just, I did it. I did it so real, and then, then we didn't know. It wasn't uh, real enough, Scott. Maybe it was, too, it was true. You need I to mean, go back to improv class. We deliver scripts wow. ready, ready no. for camera. I was saying ready for filming. I was yes anding. I think. No, I don't think so. You were, you were redirecting. Redirect could be a yes and. It could be a yes, but and. But and, uh, but and uh, Desmond, tell yeah, us about Wayne's World, 1992. Yeah, um, I guess I will. Vaguely in their 20s burnouts, Wayne and his best friend Garth, Mike Myers, and Dana Carvey host a public access show, which is inexplicably popular considering it's 11.30 time slot on a UHF station. So popular, in fact, that Benjamin Oliver, Rob Lowe, buys the show to sell to an arcade mogul, Noah Vanderhoff, Brian Doyle Murray. Clearly with the best intentions. Along the way, Wayne somehow woos an incredibly musically talented and objectively out of his league, Cassandra, Tia Carrer. The plot kind of dissolves after the second act, but uh, who cares? You're really here for Bohemian Rhapsody sing-along and product placement scenes anyway. Remember how funny Mike Myers was before all that Austin Powers bullshit? Good times. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... Funny, yeah. that we, and, and, you know, I was reading the trivia, apparently this movie brought Bohemian Rhapsody back into the, the public eye. We, so if we didn't have Wayne's World, we wouldn't have had that Bohemian Rhapsody movie that came out for all the Oscar wins. That of, had Mike um, Myers uh, in it. Yeah, he, he played an EMI executive who didn't get the song, which is like, haha, get it? Because uh, Wayne's World. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, actually, Scott, the song had charted in the U.S. before. It, it was a hit in the U.K., obviously, but it never reached the top ten, and it reached, like, number seven oh, after really? Wayne's World. It's the first time um, it charted in the U.S.? It, what, like, the top ten in the U.S.? It had charted, like, something like 
I'm gonna say in, like, eight. like it didn't even matter. Like it performed so poorly that the band didn't even play in the United States until like the mid '80s. You know, a few years before Freddie Mercury passed away. Um, so yeah, no, Wayne's World was really important in um, you know Americans understanding Bohemian Rhapsody. That's how I know what that song is. Yeah, me too. Yeah. In fact, it, 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 I could. There's so much uh, of Wayne's World in my DNA at this point. Oh, just, just like oh, me too. So man. many little humor things. Um, uh, uh, you know, a, a ton of my appreciation for like older rock music. Um, I, I watching this movie as a kid. Obviously, '92 did not see it when it came out, but mm-hmm. but on, on video in my adolescence, for sure. Um, and definitely just turned me onto a lot of stuff that 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 I wouldn't have watched it all um or listened to it all um got me to check out the old wayne's world skits it's just worth worth saying definitely worth noting oh, it's yeah. based on a saturday night live skit Pro- definitively the best snl movie like, yeah it is the best snl yeah, it's movie it's like by like, it's technically like, and also yeah yeah um, I, i'd say like it's s it's um uh, it's wayne's world and then mcgruber and then a big pit and then a night at the roxbury and then a really big pit and superstar then, Superstar, and then a gigantic pit, and then all the, the ladies, others. man. Ah, uh, <laughs> man, no love for ladies, man. Ladies. I don't. I don't. Bad. I tried watching yeah. it. It was. It's on Amazon Prime for free. I was like, I remember kind of liking this movie. I was like, oh no, oh, oh no. <laughs> that is. That is the. <laughs> oh no. That is the unfortunate thing about going back to a lot of these '90s comedies is that they remain the same, but my appreciation of them goes way down thankfully not too much with wayne's world although i did i have to say i was a little tired of like the mike myers thing but it's also like i'm looking at a really old movie right, by right. today's standards most of it is like yeah absolutely delivering yeah no i i think i think wayne's world is still really really funny it doesn't have a lot of and this is the problem with a lot of later mike myers movies which i'll get to later um like it wasn't as much like zeitgeist jokes you know not a bunch of references to things at the time like they're they reference a couple brands that aren't really around anymore but that's for a movie that's 27 years old that's totally forgivable sure sure and like uhf stations obviously aren't a thing anymore but you know or like local broadcast for that matter everything's like a major network affiliate at this point um but they have have network quality studio gear in the basement yeah (laughs) because they're smacking on it with a hammer like yeah because that'll fix it dude that is that is that is expensive equipment yeah that's an ar-15 douglas (laughs) (laughs) very uh, hell yeah That's where we left off We were talking about Doug <laughs> But this movie probably speaks to me now More than like ever Because like I don't know I mean While not the same in nature As the Wade's World show Which by the way Really is a sh- horrible program Oh it's awful. awful But we make a show We do pre- prequel super yeah. remake right, right. It's like we It's it's you know It's our world It's it's we're making our own Wayne's World And it's just like I can well. get down I, I, I love movies about making movies Or making Things, things, entertainment, yeah. and I think it's really charming in that sense. I think in this age of, of Twitch streaming and YouTube stuff, and it's like, yeah, this speaks to a lot of people. Uh, I mean, it's not special anymore because people are putting out absolute garbage because it's so easy. Yeah, yeah. No, exactly. Um, it's a yeah. lot of yes. YouTube screen like captures with people making faces, and like you won't believe. Fill in, and it's like I'm video. trying to watch this video. It's like, all right, let me just explain what this video was for like six minutes. It's like. Okay, I didn't get the video. Why? Why? Like the internet's not a place where you can just search for. Here's the video anymore. You remember? Like you. Okay, I want to watch that one video on the internet. Now you get just a million people commentating on it. 
It's just yeah, funny it to me that like we have the tools. Everyone can be making. Anyone who wants to make a show can be making a cool show. But just like no one's making a cool show. Everyone's just no. doing the same thing and just trying to be the best. At, like, I mean, it's just video game streaming. It's insane. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. Like, like that's just what like online like, entertainment is. And frankly, um, movie. Commentary, moving things. commentary, and Anyways. we're—I mean, we're part yeah, of the problem yeah, yeah. too. Yes. <laughs> well, you know, sure. we're, we're proudly part of the problem. Part of the uh, problem. I want to be doing this I, though. I would say that um, the biggest reason that Wayne's World holds up as well as it does is that the writing is super, super sharp. Like the bits are really clear, and like it's not a lot of jokes that are working within like characters or the plot of the movie. It's just really just very solid in the moment bits, and they're all super funny. Oh like, fuck yeah! Like, and I think like that's a problem with like. For, for purposes of this podcast, I rewatched all of the Austin Powers movies. Um, <laughs> oh, um, yay, Peter, okay, you're the hero and, we need. And I, I've determined. Oh. Okay, to be fair, I only watched 20 minutes of Gold Member because it's really, really, really. No, Peter, bad. that's that's actually as far as anyone's ever gotten in before. <laughs> no, so, no man has ever dared, yeah. oh, man. <laughs> done the whole Gold what? Member. But the, the point of gold. The, the point I'm trying to make here is. Um, Wayne as like a character is really basic you know it's like there's not a lot to him Myers develops a couple mannerisms a couple ticks and things for him but he's not like a whole developed fleshed out persona like Austin Powers is and I think Myers writing is much stronger when he's focusing on writing jokes instead of building up big characters because Austin Powers as I, I just rewatched it none of the jokes are funny none of the bits are well developed at all it's just really crude basic sex humor except it's, I too like to live dangerously. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that, that, okay, that, that was that, a funny that, joke. That's that a was funny a funny joke. But I, I yeah. other than that, I could pretty much totally yeah. agree. Yeah, with you. so he got to focus most of his energy on Wayne's World and just writing a really sharp script because I mean it was his first script. Like yeah, yeah, yeah come out of the gate strong, or else you're not going to get a chance to do it again. And you're coming from Saturday Night Live where you do nothing but bits. Yeah, exactly. every character and, you do. I mean Dieter from Sprockets and all of his things. Uh, yeah, it's just and one it does, note. It does feel. In some, way, in a lot of ways, it does feel like SNL Boys Club throughout throughout Wayne's oh, yeah. World. And a lot of, and, but well, yeah, it's, it's, Lord, it's, it's Lauren Michaels produced. That, that's why it, it feels yeah. like it's a bunch of SNL bits that are you know kind of stitched together. It's because because it is. Yeah, uh, and it's like well, if you look at like what the show is based on, it's like okay, yeah, there's obviously just there's callbacks to what has there what have to be callbacks to the skits. I haven't watched this, the original skits, but it's like obvious, like oh yes, she will be mine. It's like you know probably something that he said. I want to say that oh, is yeah. Schwing is Schwing a, is like, of course. Which is you kind of get a lot of the greatest hits within the shows you see in yeah, the movie. Yeah. I have seen a handful of uh, the original skits. There used to be. At my local video store, right next to Wayne's World, you could get like the Mike Myers SNL collection. Of course, and that's I've seen like, hey, that's smart shelf placement. It's very it is smart. smart. It's not <laughs> alphabetical. <laughs> Fuck's sake. No, no, <laughs> but, it isn't. But it's is smart shelf placement. Um, yeah, just they would have the Clerks cartoon right next right to the Clerks too. Yeah, which is smart. Hell yeah. But um, um, yeah, I, they're not very funny. They have a charm, especially being like a a, a dorky little rocker dude in, yeah. in my my youth. It was like I can get down with this, but like they're really. Stupid. They're them talking yeah. about chicks they'd bone. Oh, yeah. You no. know, stuff like that. Like, whatever. There's, I can see why it's a novelty. <clears throat> and it's supposed, within the context of SNL, it's supposed to be these guys broadcasting on public as- access. It's making fun of that whole thing. I wish. <laughs> I, th- I wish I could see anything like that on public yeah. access. Yeah, that seriously. would be sweet. That would be cool. <laughs> that would be just like unrestricted, just basic, like, stupid anarchy live on TV would be, uh, that'd be great. Yeah. It's, it's, 
it's not going to happen. But but that'd be sweet. Yeah, Which, uh, public access is all like educational or religious based. Yeah, or like stuff. And it's all like, like local <laughs> theater productions. It's like very like. And they're like, oh no, I'm sorry guys, we only accept low res files to play on this channel because it's like everything you ever watch on these like public access, it's like wow. They, yeah. Get, this is a very low resolution it, file. Yeah, get your Weber Cooks. Um, Get your Weber Cooks. Um, yeah, look it up. Look up Weber Cooks. Right now? Okay. Yeah, no, don't look it up now. <laughs> right, we listening. don't have time <laughs> right now. You have a no. very, very... W-E-B-E-R Cooks. I've shown this to several of my coworkers, and it made them all very sad, but also it's very funny. Dude, I used to watch this public a- yeah. uh, access show. Um, it was like a Spanish language show called like Math Monkey or something. <laughs> and it was like... That's badass. That sounds great. charming. Yeah, yeah. I, I wish I had more on that. Yeah, that just came to me. Yeah. I used to watch this really off-brand uh, Barney-style show called Ricky's Room with like a <laughs> instead of Barney it was like this big rhino character. It's like, <laughs> and he's like he had a corner in his room for everything. Well, this is my crafts corner. And this is my four arts corners. Corner. Fucking <laughs> right. very low. There's only four, uh, and, you, and you didn't see all four corners. You only saw two. That was a half set. And the sad part sure. is like I started watching this when I was like. Like fifteen. <laughs> it's like, yeah, intended you know, audience like, for sure. Oh Scott. man, I'm gonna record this. Put his, put this on the chilling tape. You know, yeah. Throw this on Ricky's yeah. room. Badass. Yeah. So, um, not to move off of Ricky's room so quickly, but Ricky's um, room has a, is basically the exact same thing as Wayne's World. This is what I was going for. <laughs> it's They're um, both shot in one room studio. It's wacky um, puppet men. Um, yeah, no, I, I get you. Um, so we, we were just talking about Mike Myers a little bit. Uh, Mike Myers, of course, plays the titular Wayne he, in Wayne's World. Um, he was never that good again. No, like, he he really wasn't. So, Desmond, what would you say about Wayne as, like, a character and, like, Mike's performance as Wayne? Um, it's a completely serviceable, like, metalhead guy, 90s grunge metalhead guy. Yeah. Um, really basic one, because a grunge metalhead wouldn't love Aerosmith and all this shit. Super basic, like, broad <laughs> oh, yes. stroke, like, rock and roll fan kind of a yeah, dude yeah. but not like dude in the way like Bill and Ted are yeah no definitely um, a notch below Bill and Ted in terms of uh, how much of a dude they are he honestly seems but like- not as much as Ed from Good Burger Good Burger that's the most uh-huh. dude then it's Bill and Ted and then it's Wayne which speaking of Good Burger this uh, the Mirthmobile from this film is not the same as the Burgermobile no um, I no, looked into it it's uh, a similar car but the, it's not the it's same. the same exact car oh is it the same, same exact model oh, wow same exact model and color but not the same car. They're both Paramount movies. I had thought for the, I had for assumed, sure. oh, yeah. they had on the lot. They just dressed it up like a burger. No, they they rest in t- completely different towns. Somewhere. Yeah. Um, interesting. Yeah, like Desmond's just like got his you know fucking little like green visor on and his fucking like you know glasses and he's like looking at all the charts and he's making phone calls. It's like, so I'm just really looking. Uh, where, where's this car? Where's what lot is it on? What lot is it? Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. What's the VIN number? All right. Great. Yeah. Let's right. pull that. Yeah. You're, uh, you're the Woodward and Burns of the Mirthmobile. You gotta yeah, track it down. You gotta follow the money. Which, I'm sorry to sidetrack more, but uh, another fun fact, in Grand Theft Auto 4 uh, and 5, the, the most recent ones, um, they have, I think it's a pacer. It's either a pacer or a gremlin, the Wayne's World car. Their version of it is called the Rhapsody in honor. Oh, of that's, great. Ah, that's great. In Grand Theft Auto. But, um, but yeah, talk, yeah, talking about Wayne, uh, Scott, what, what do you think about Wayne and Myers' performance as Wayne? I think it's like... Well, okay, let me preface this by saying I don't recommend watching Mike Myers in the afternoon. It's not the time for Myers. I watched like okay, wh- I, I watched because I, wa- I watched why Austin Scott? Powers like you know a few years ago. I was like having a good afternoon. I'm like, yeah, let me throw on this comedy movie because I you know I have boxes of VHS. And I'm like, okay, let me just go he through does. some of these. He does. And uh, it was um, 
It was just crushing. It was just like, ah, <laughs> oh, I loved this movie growing up, and I just didn't like it at all. I didn't have, I don't have the same vitriolic reaction with this one at all, but I just don't, I, I was just like, oh, okay, like, I, I get it. And then, like, I, I don't know, when he's, like, when she's on the phone, and he's dancing around and showing his butt, it's like, ugh. I don't know how much I like that, but like you said, like I agree with you guys. It's like he's he's serviceable. I yeah. mean, he's prope- he's propelling the Wayne character forward. I mean, I do th- like knowing, like going back into it, that there was this sort of schism or like uh, uh, like a, a clash, if a you personality will. clash, personality is clash between him it. and Dana Carvey over the who, like you know who's the biggest star. You can kind of actually read a little bit of insecurity in the performance a bit. You know, mm. like I don't think that they're trying to outdo each other necessarily. But just like it's kind of hard for me to like take that part out away from it, knowing that they aren't like the best chums. Like I always kind right. of bums me out when people are playing these like best buddy roles, and it's like, ah, oh, you guys aren't even like that tight. Like I don't know. Like it's, yeah. it is a little bit of a bummer, but I should be able to like separate that from the movie. So I mean, I think I think he's I think he's all right, but I I do think that like the funniest bits kind of happen around them. Oh. And then are with Garth also. Yeah, no, (laughs) without question, Wayne is, like, not the funniest. He, like, doesn't get a lot of laughs. He's a straight man, though. There's a a couple of bits he has that are funny. When he's confused or annoyed with other characters in the room. Straight man, yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. He's he's better, best played off of other people. But um, Garth, um, like, honestly, like, Dana Carvey, like, everything he said about Myers' strength when he's just like writing and not making a character. Let Dana Carvey make a character because Garth is funny. Garth is still funny. His little mannerisms, yes. he's super developed little ticks. He's apparently based on Dana Carvey's brother who invented this like first like video editing software called Video Toast. Yes, oh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's right. Oh, wow. uh, so that's like him, apparently yeah. he's based directly off of him. Um, and like it is. It's great. There's so many subtle little things he does, and like he knows when to break out of those um, for like to great comedic effect. When he does the drum solo, uh, so um, he do you do- think he's actually playing that? No, he is. He's, Dana Carvey's yeah, yeah. a really good drummer. Wait, he's talking about the uh, the the donut shop girl. They love it. And yeah. He's being all suave. Like he embodies that character, and he's so fucking charming. Oh he's, yeah. He's he's he's. he's Weird, but he's not a dumbass. No, he's, he's obviously not, a smart and guy. He's not creepy or off-putting. He's but just like, weird. He's I, different. I, I yeah. feel like everyone yeah. kind of knew that smart rocker guy who like looked like that. Yeah, at some the, point the guy who liked Rush a little too much. Yeah, that exactly. Was, that was, that, that's hey, uh, I was Garth listening to Rush on the way over here too. Badass. Yeah, It's not the first time we've sung that on the podcast. He's fucking great. Like he gets like. Some of the best bits in the movie. Oh yeah, uh, next to Ed O'Neill. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. Ed, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about El Neil and the other bit parts. Yeah. The um, got him building. Uh, wait. Building um, the robot. Building the robot, which is super oh, funny. Yeah. <laughs> Just beating yeah. it with a hammer. So the good. sentient robot oh. arm. Yes. <laughs> and there's like a whole backstory behind that there, where like Garth was like, or no, he was. There's uh, a cut he, subplot. Yeah. There's yeah, like yeah. a cut subplot where he was making the the robot to to. There's a whole Terminator thing, which reference is just great. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then like apparently, apparently, uh, um, Danny Carvey's jaw was super sore from doing that like massive underbite sort of thing that oh, Garth had. Oh, dang. Like every day after set, it's like, oh man, yeah, that would, that would, that would get tiresome having to just put your jaw like that all the time when it's not like that. Yeah, that's commitment. That's commitment. But Mike Myers wrote the movie, so he's got that. And and obviously, yes, to to 
to his great credit, um, yeah, it, it's a fun one. But to not to drag anyone through the mud too hard, no. I want to say Wayne and Garth's package deal are fucking great. Oh, they're great. I love together. Wayne and Garth. Yeah, Much yeah, more. Yeah. We, more got so, yes. we got five thousand dollars. Yes, we got five thousand dollars. More so, I, I I I hate to draw the comparison t- to Bill and Ted, but like I'm going to uh, way more so than Bill and Ted. Really, a, a, a comedic duo. Oh, yeah. of that nature. I would agree. They're definitely uh, more of a comedic duo. I'd say Bill and Ted is more of like a wholesome friendship. You're like, yeah, these two dudes, like these two weird old burners, love each other. Yeah, these fucking yeah. guys. Oh, the, the the okay, the bit where Wayne is 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 talking in Cantonese. That that shit's hella funny. Oh, that is. The dubbing that just like goes on. And yeah. On. Oh yeah. No, that that, Fan, that is fantastic. Honestly, yeah. That still, type of still stuff. Really funny. That know? type of stuff makes it when they do gags of that nature in Austin pa- in Austin Powers, um, just like sight gags or like mess with the format. That's funnier than any fart or you know no, fat bastard. It, it definitely is. It's there's much less of that than and, the other and things. Not to go back Austin to Austin Powers, Powers but <laughs> the setup and like the characters and the setting for Austin Powers are actually all. Great. It's just like ah, it just doesn't hold up in terms no, of context. No, it absolutely doesn't. But um, you were you were talking about Cantonese bit. Um, that, that obviously Wayne is speaking Cantonese because um, Cassandra, uh, played by the Tia Carrere, is a um, wonderful Tia Carrere. By the way, she's, awesome. She's a badass in this Hell movie. Yeah. She's she's a, she's a fucking cool yeah. ass. Uh, she's a she's cool as shit in this movie. Yeah, she's a badass bass player. She sings. She sings all the songs. She like wrote like to co-wrote to. She like them. entertains the idea of hanging out with Wayne and Garth. Like it's so it's so unbelievable, even by movie standards. Like I, I'm, it's completely unbelievable. Yeah. But she does date Garth. She finds something in this asshole, and I think <laughs> Wayne's probably would be you mean one Wayne. Of the most you mean she dates Wayne. She wait, dates Wayne. Yeah, yeah. I, I was saying she could tolerate Garth because she's yeah. nice to Garth. She is. She's like nice to him. She's like friendly to him. It's like yeah. Yeah, rock on you, because someone of your like talents and 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 status, ah, you would fuck with these guys no, at all. These absolutely guys, not. The way Wayne is slobbering over. Well, actually, you know, I will he give Wayne. Cantonese I will her. give Wayne credit. He's not as gross as like uh, any other dude in a '90s comedy would be over a woman. Oh, absolutely he, not. He, he, I gotta give him some credit for like being kind of charming. Yeah. So, and, and that's and probably like, another reason why it's held up so well because sure. not being a greasy weirdo. I mean, she, I mean, he asks her on a date. She gives him like a flyer for her show and mm-hmm. he's like, oh, rock on. I'll be there. And he goes. Ah, it's a pretty good way. Yeah. No, no, that's a good I start. Mean, 1992, was, it was just a different time. It was a time where if somebody pissed you off in the club, you could go out to your car. <laughs> you could get a fucking large like cattle prod, yeah. tase a motherfucker, Right in the chest, and then everybody claps. It was a different time. It was just, uh, it was just you know, a little bit more open and loose. Fair. It was a different time. Everyone was all uptight about assault in the club. I, I will say, Weezer totally um, jocked Garth's style with the glasses. Mm. Yeah, Garth was doing that much earlier dun, dun, than Weezer dun, dun, was. Dun, Garth is so cool. Dun, dun, dun. Wayne and Garth is a great... Uh, co- I was I was Wayne for Halloween. Oh, I, I didn't have a Garth because I was weird. <laughs> and no, no, I had no friends. But um, Wayne and Garth is a great uh, uh, buddy couple whatever uh, Duel, uh, yeah. uh, uh, costume for anyone. Yeah, like yeah, Anyone could be Wayne or Garth. You see yeah. the wigs. You can even do it with your partner. Too. You can do it with your partner. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's great. Easy, it's, yeah. It's, uh, it's a great costume. Yeah. I saw, actually, I saw um, a couple as Murtaugh and Riggs. Oh, like a black that's woman awesome. and her, her, white, her white boyfriend. Oh, that's great. <laughs> Which is cool. I'm but anyway. for this shit. Tia t- 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 <laughs> Carrera is yeah. awesome. She's, a, she's fucking cool as shit. She um, is. She really is. And, uh, her cover of Ballroom Blitz may be better than... No, it, it is better than the original, the in my version, opinion. That's, I had the soundtrack to this movie, right? I did, too. Mailed away for the, the hat and all that. Oh, uh, yeah. the, the version of Ballroom Blitz I identify with is her band's version, because no, it's no, on me there. me, too. Uh, I, that's what I hear. Yeah, yeah. And, and like, uh, I mean, oh. 
they probably only know it because I mean the director um, Pe- uh, Penelope um, she did those documentaries yeah she uh, she did all those big punk documentaries in the 70s and 80s yeah once again she's a super badass um, I ar- urge you like look there's been a couple of articles written about her recently really like read them she's super 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 cool if you need any more like first hand um, evidence of what it's like to be a woman in the film industry yeah look no further than like like yeah she's over it um, oh yeah no, and, completely. Uh, uh, but she's really cool so yeah go check out just type her name in. I mean, something from the last couple months will pop up, I believe. Yeah. To, to that effect, and, you know, it, it kind of comes up in the movie where, you know, they deal with this whole idea of commodifying the show when the show gets bought and it's like, it's like we're looking at Wayne's basement, only it's not Wayne's basement. It's like how they have to, you know, they edge in all the, like, stupid fucking ads and they're not they're not supposed to say certain things. It's, it's actually a really great commentary on, like, how... When things become a commodity, suddenly it's not all about, like, you're just wacky, anarchic, you know, comedic decisions, and there's a lot more people trying to interfere. Absolutely. Which, yeah. br- which honestly brings us to Benjamin, actually. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Rob and, and I've, I'm going to come back to your point in a minute, too, because um, yeah, I have something to say can, about Yeah, that. we can discuss that scene at length that uh, uh, we're talking about. Benjamin, played great by Rob Lowe, great. kind of rejuvenated his career after the sex tape. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> which is funny, because now it wouldn't even be a thing. No. <laughs> now the sex tape might rejuvenate your career, you know? Yeah. I know exactly. I mean, if it's good, which, it'd be totally fine. Which, uh, which really, yeah, put him back, you know, in public eye, and like, oh, hey, this guy can is serviceable in comedies. He's great we comedic can, timing. You, he he is, and he's like a, a a handsome dude who knows how to make fun of himself, like or be a, the joke. It's Parks and Rec that he's in too. Right? Yeah, he's, yeah, yeah, he's fucking he's hilarious in Parks show. and Rec. Yeah, he's, although definitely. At least a bit off-putting, just well, yeah, like well, yeah, his character in well, yeah, but, I mean, like, but if you oh, follow no. his character arc, he really addresses also, that. He addresses his flaws and then grows as a person throughout yeah, the show. Yeah. Oh, no, Parks and Rec is written great. Unfortunately, yeah. very optimistic about government. He started. Yeah. He started <laughs> a really funny cartoon on Comedy Central. No one watched called Moonbeam City because it looked too much like Archer. But I've heard Moonbeam City is good. It's fucking funny. Yeah. Rob Lowe mm. is like a, yeah, a, a cop. I don't know in a neon Vice City ass. Town. It, it's great. Hmm. Anyway, uh, Benjamin Oliver. Benjamin yeah. Oliver. He's a scummy producer. Uh, he kind of uh, scouts out Wayne and Garth randomly one night eating pizza in bed with uh, some pretty girl. Yeah. Um, the, the guy that looks like that would not be eating pizza. In in he's he's yeah. so, shown eating nothing but junk food. Yeah. Whenever he eats in the movie, which yeah. is <laughs> funny because you know Rob Lowe hasn't eaten a carb in like sixty years. Right, right. Even though you know he's like forty years old, whatever. But he sees um, Wayne Garth, and for some fucking reason, he's like, "Yeah, that. Yeah. I want this garbage. Yeah. I can sell." He has this. to do it so the movie can happen. Basically. Right, right, right. I know, I know, I know. Um, here's my thing about Benjamin: the way he's through Wayne and Garth's eyes, he's this evil guy, right? Mm-hmm. There's nothing he does in that movie other than be kind of a dick. Yeah, he's kind of a dick. That he, he pretty much offers them an opportunity and lays all of his cards on the table and they kind of shit all over it. Yeah. What? Okay, sure, the ads suck, but it was in the contract, guys. You didn't yeah. read that? Oh, yeah, Noah Vanderhoff, uh, the guy funding the show, the arcade guy, pretty fucking nice to yeah, your face. He was. Comes and just talked about video games for like three minutes. <laughs> and like he like left like like that's all that's yeah, all you had no, to do. Exactly. Um, you, you have a have nice set. Had, you didn't have to say your sponsor. This guy had... sucks. I don't know. It's yeah. just like I, it pisses me off too because it's like well I, I had that opportunity. Yeah, of course. <laughs> like, you like, like you I mean, yeah. of, and you could do the rest of the show however you want. You I know what the movie's trying to say. And, yeah. I mean, yeah. I get in, it. In, in, but... the, in the gist of the movie, yeah, it's like it, 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 it's them being like 
too stupid to, to really, you know, seize the opportunity in a way that's like, at yeah. the same time, they Fuck do. Fuck selling out. And I think it kind of just like brings up my problems with like that whole like anti sellout culture. It's like, no, I mean, everyone kind of wants to sell out to some degree. You want to yeah. do what you love for a living. For, and there's yeah, going to be exactly. compromises. It's just like, it shows you that Wayne and Garth are in no way willing to compromise. It's like, yeah, fuck you. I mean, Cassandra runs off with Benjamin, not really, yeah. just to go make a music video. It's never even implied they slept together or anything. No. And even if they did, if that's Whatever. what she wanted, yeah. fine. Yeah. But uh, uh, Wayne's like an, acting like an asshole because he's all jealous because she's more He's hella fucking possessive, dude. He's like, yeah. she will be mine. It's like, oh, maybe yes. she fucking won't. Yeah, yeah maybe, it's like, maybe she, she, you can't just buy her like a, long... you can't just buy her like a guitar. No. You can't just buy her like a stairway to heaven. Definitely yeah. not in this movie. No, definitely not. There's no stairway in this um, movie. But um, yeah. Like, overall, it's a good, good time though, right? Yeah, yeah. no. But, I, I would say one of the... Uh, do you want to say one more thing about Ben? Um... No, not really. I'm sorry. Okay. I, I thought I had. I, I, yeah. thought I had another. I, I think Benjamin's funny. I think yeah. he's, he yeah, works yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. Um, he keeps his face completely straight when Garth is hammering at that fucking hand. Oh, no, like he does not crack or like lose his composure. It's it's. Yeah, I, I really love Rob Lowe. That was an early like. This is a this is the pretty boy villain guy. Yeah. To me, it's just like what I see in in in, in that a lot. Mm. Um. Uh. It, we're, uh it, before we move on, are we moving on to other characters? Yeah. 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 Oh, uh, uh, Wayne and Garth's crew. I fucking love those oh, guys. Oh yeah, they're just like those random blonde dudes. <laughs> one, one's played by Lee Turkson, um, who Oz fans. He's Tobias Beecher on the prison drama Oz, yeah. uh, which is a oh, yeah, horrifying yeah, show. Yeah. It's a great show. Um, but it's just there's these dumb metalhead guys, and they crack me up. They don't get a lot to do, but when no. they do do something, they're they're great gag like characters. They remind me of like. Uh, it's the lesser guys from an Ocean's Eleven movie or yeah, something. The, the one dude who's always like super fucked up, like at the nighttime, but is, yeah. like has no memory of it. Terry, I think his name is, and then the I love you, man. Yes, yeah, yes, no, yeah. no, I love you. I love, it's no, like, I love you, man. Just say thank you and it'll stop. Just in furthering my point earlier about Benjamin doing nothing wrong, it's like, it, and you guys get to keep your crew. Yeah, you all got jobs. Yeah. Like you're lucky they didn't purge those assholes. Yeah, like, no, he really is like I mean, a very weak villain. I really haven't goes. thought about it. This this way because you know in the movie you're just identifying with Wayne I know, and Garth I know. but yeah, yeah. now that you put it that way see, I completely agree yeah, uh, uh, <laughs> listeners let us know if you think Benjamin's really a villain in Wayne's world Um, I mean I know how I feel I don't want to influence you my thoughts. It's okay. He is the villain. Like he, he is, is, but he's but like a really weak villain. He's very. He's not doing anything that bad. Yeah, he's no Don Corleone. He does kind of preemptively sell a show that doesn't belong to him. Yeah, well, I mean, it's like it's set up in a way where it sounds really sleazy. It's kind of like his whole angle from the beginning is like he wants to. It feels like he wants to exploit the show. Like that is the way right. it feels. The way that you des described it, it's like okay, he's not exploiting it that much he is actually green lighting the show and bringing them to the he's, money he's doing what a producer he does, does what a producer yeah. does so, it'd be great to have the wayne's room set but without i think to be i think the, yeah they made me realize in the writing that's like okay this isn't this is what has to happen but this isn't that much of an inciting incident to like you know what i mean it's like it's only inciting to make the tv show happen which is uh yeah. No, yeah. Noah's like you know just chatting it up, all smiles, not being sinister at all. Like oh, yeah, he's Brian, like Brian Doyle Murray, great, fresh. great character actor. He's, he's great. Yeah. He's super funny. He's like, and I, I think you know like that. That is a big, big strength of this movie. Is like all of the little bit parts are played by really funny people who really nail their little bits. Like oh, no, yeah. it's like it's it's this is the prime example uh, example. 
example uh, of a film where there are no small parts just like there are no small parts small actors like that whole thing like they're living it up entirely in their tiny little bits friggin um uh, Laura Flynn Boyle as Stacy, the obsessed girlfriend. Fuck, she's great. Yeah. She she is given dog shit to do, and she is great I, in all of her parts. I kind of disagree that she's given dog shit to do. She's well, given because her character is really reductive. Like your character is really reductive. She's like a girl whose literally only obsession in wife <laughs> is this dude who we've all admitted is super lame. And, yeah. and and yeah. and her character is completely based off of Mike Myers at that time very real ex girlfriend. So actually, I believe only one of the bits, the gun rack, bit. the gun rack. Bit. Okay, oh, yeah. I mean, but I mean, it's associated with that character. Yeah, yeah. So I would say. It's but probably, I think it's funny. So they I call think her it's like, like a psycho hose beast. Yeah, I don't, yeah apparently that, that he doesn't. called and you know apologized to her later on. It's like yeah, uh, yeah. that does come off a little. Yeah, uh, don't don't love that terminology. But I'm not her, beast. you know. But yeah. I can understand as her. Yeah, where that might come off a little because apparently like when she gave him the gun rack it was a joke it was like it was like yeah I know you don't own a gun that's why this is funny yeah sure I, uh, I think the role's super funny though so yeah. it's like in that, that sense yeah Laura Flynn Boyle's given tons to do uh, yeah, yeah, that, physical that. comedy bits and just being fucking weird yeah no she, she's great the falling through the glass she's funny as hell in that the hitting the car when she's already super like in traction like casts and stuff super funny um the the gun rack scene we should talk about is one of the most memorable scenes in the movie yeah it's probably the funniest yeah, so thing. basically they're at uh stanley makita's donuts fake uh fake donut shop super <gasps> funny all the things are like hockey puns it's really original and cool oh. <laughs> um and then you know laura flynn boyle uh stacy the ex-girlfriend shows up and he has a present for wayne you know wayne's like we just we broke up like two months ago and he opens it and it's a gun rack and just like the sight of it initially is so funny as a visual bit <laughs> and like the like how enduring it is to her. it's it's a gun rack <laughs> if you don't like it wayne <laughs> if you're not careful you'll lose me I, I, um, I lost you two months ago <laughs> as if when wayne is like moving on like the the dolly through the crowd like towards cassandra and then like she just comes out of the crowd and he's like Ugh, yeah, yeah just like keeps moving yeah. <laughs> that's a great bit yeah no she she's great like she does a fantastic job fucking hilarious uh and then yeah the, the donut spot uh ed o'neill ed o'neill motherfucking crazy ass uh, he's so ed o'neill so okay ed o'neill <laughs> ed o'neill is a really 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 good comedic actor yeah he has amazing timing he knows when to go straight like he knows when to go deadpan he knows when to go straight he knows when to go goofy he can be he, warm too he is i was like i rewatched this movie you know for the podcast a few days ago and I was I was dying at this bit like him talking about like shit that happened to him in the war and like people he's killed like he's the only one so like now the world is a twisted place it, it, should be, it should be noted there's a lot of direct address in this movie um, Wayne and Garth do like 90% of it he is the only other character that does the direct address to the camera and the camera follows and it's so it is so so and you, funny and it's like after you think there's gonna be more after it's, he's introduced and it's like oh, okay so everyone's kind of talking to the audience it's like no nope, it's Wayne no, Garth it. and Ed O'Neill <laughs> and he really can break the fourth wall and he's really not he the kills movie. a man in passion it's considered murder <laughs> it's like like that's like some Ren and Stimpy fucking Rocco Nicktoons crazy character shit yeah and he, SpongeBob uh, <laughs> and you'd think he'd be a bigger character he's like barely in the movie after that no. it's, what's another part that makes it so funny <laughs> and it's you know it's like a 
it's like a, a, an ingredient that's like so strong you don't want to douse the movie with it. Oh, you it's just a blue cheese. You need a, yeah, it's just a little don't, sprinkle. Movies don't know there. how to do that anymore. No, they don't. Hey, they really yeah, don't. I mean, case in Subtlety point, subtlety is dead. Boba Fett's cool as shit and barely in fucking Star Wars. He is. He's like one of the coolest. Characters. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Uh, yeah, you never see that today. Um, and then okay, so then there's um, Benjamin's um, little cohort, Russell, uh, Russell who's yeah. Kurt Fuller, um, and that guy's a great comedic actor. You know him from things. He's he's, he's, all he's one of those guys who's in. He's, he's a, a guy who's the sheriff in um, Scary Movie. Is he? The, he is the sheriff. Oh in fuck, scary he is. Movie. Yeah, yeah. He is. he's, he's sure. the, where he shows the pictures. To <laughs> yeah, him. yeah, the yeah, pictures. Yeah, yeah. Like anything ringing about? <laughs> it's just like him in a yep. bikini. Yeah, it's good. well, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah uh, yeah, he's Carl Rove on That's My Bush, so... Uh, oh, wow. That's a, that's yeah, a could, goddamn deep pull. That's My that's Bush. That's a good cast. Um, that's a yeah. good cast. I can yeah. see him. That guy's such a sad sack. Uh, his whole arc about lear- learning to, like, be chill and have friends. In yeah, the end. and, like, have self-respect. He catches uh, Garth and, and the boys later breaking into the station. He has a flashlight on him. Oh, yeah, like, wielding it like a gun. Yeah, yeah. Like Benjamin's him. my friend. No. Benjamin is nobody's friend. If Benjamin was a flavor of cream, he'd be uh, pralines and dick. <laughs> <laughs> Another good Garth yeah. bit. Oh, um, yeah. No, it's so, I mean, it's a great line. This is super uh, funny. Uh, I, I, I always liked Russell. I thought he was a great supporting player. No, definitely. As well. Uh, the... the <laughs> <laughs> uh, Noah Vanderhoff's wife, uh, um, who, who Mrs. Vanderhoff, Mrs. Yeah. Vanderhoff, was like, yeah, you know, she came up with the name Noah's Arcade. It just came to me. Fucking Benjamin's just like, you're a very lucky man. <laughs> um, yeah, um, and not to mention, you know, the big star, uh, Alice Cooper. Oh who, yeah, uh, who came in? Apparently, he didn't know that he was gonna have any speaking lines, and they just gave him a whole oh, slog right. of dialogue. <laughs> right, right. Um, and then. Uh, yeah, my favorite part is that he's like, he goes on this long, like, history, like, very thoughtful, like, history rant, which apparently he's like a history buff, so it just worked out for yeah. him. Yeah, well, Milwaukee uh, has had its fair share of visitors. visitors yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> like, well, that, that is also one of the funniest good. fucking parts oh, he, of that movie. He has amazing comedic timing. He's great in this movie. He's like super he's, passive when they first come in and then he starts getting talking about the history and he's like, no. Miliwake, <laughs> which is Algonquin for the good land. Well, that's right, Peter. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, super great bit. Uh, th- like, I don't know who wrote that. Where, where are the writing credits on this? Um, so know? it was Mike Myers and Bonnie and Terry Turner who are most famous for creating Third Rock for the uh, from the Sun and okay. that '70s show. I'm guessing Mike Myers wrote the bulk of it, and they probably came in and like smoothed it out, like to like make it more of like a movie thing because he'd only written TV at that point. Sure, that that would be my guess. Because um, based on the comedy they have produced since Wayne's World. It's not that funny. I don't think. Okay, to be fair, Third, third Rock had its place. Third Rock I, has I its moments. That seventy yeah, show is awful. That, hey, fuck look, that seventy show. Time, it, it, Do yeah, not like it. I don't it's, know. It's not. It's just like, in my opinion. Look, I, li- I liked yeah. it when it was on the air and when uh, I was twelve it, to like sixteen years old. Yeah, absolutely. I think I think those types then. of sitcoms are just time and place for you. Like right, when you right, grow right. up and if you're watching the type of stuff. Um, we also get a Chris Farley cameo in this one. He's great. Um, he's fucking hilarious. He's this so is, funny. This is Chris Farley at six, and yeah. I, I like I like Chris Farley at six. I like. He yeah. kind of gets the hands going all around. A he's doing physicality. The, a little yeah. physicality, but it's just like the way he's saying things is just funny naturally. And oh, yeah, natural, I, I love it. Natural fucking I, I, delivery. I don't know how much I love full Farley. 
like Farley at 11. Oh, yeah, like Van by the River, <laughs> Chris Farley. I, dirty work, Chris Farley. It's a yeah, bit yeah, much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Well, will that have been out by then? Yes. Yeah, I think yeah it's maybe. coming. All right, it's, it's coming. coming. I'm well, working on it. Anyways. Yeah, note to self. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, man, Chris, Chris Farley's, I mean, I controversial opinion. Chris Farley is a very talented comedic actor. I know. Who's ever heard that? Oh, wow. I know. Um, the Beverly Shrek- Hills Ninja is a perfect film. I don't... You know what? I know the, the trailer from just seeing it on Comedy Central or whatever, but I don't think I've ever watched Beverly Hills Ninja. I watched it in theaters. Can't be good. I thought it was funny because I was 11 years old. Yeah. Um, I imagine it's very bad now. Yeah. 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 I, I, it I imagine it's aged very poorly. Rush Hour sure is bad. I wa- was watching Rush Hour in a bar recently with the sound off and no subtitles, and it was pretty good. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of kung fu flips and action kicks. <laughs> there's, but, a lot uh, of, there's a lot of inexplicable Chris Tucker taking out people ass- with guns. You can assume anytime Chris Tucker's talking, he's saying something racist. <laughs> it, yeah, maybe a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Maybe a little. Maybe a little. That is the crux of that. Well, the whole movie series is... Hey, they're different, and this is going to be racy, and, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, um, <laughs> so, uh, I guess, do we want to talk about any more characters in the movie? No, I think we've covered all the characters. Yeah. Um, so, I, I think we should just move on, like, we should, like, this movie has a couple of really, really famous scenes, I think we should touch on them. We already talked about the gun rack scene, yeah. and, like, that's super funny, um, the Bohemian Rhapsody scene, we touched on it a little bit, um, I mean, uh, who... In our generation, yeah, I could seldom find someone who hasn't Done put that. on this song in the car with their friends, and everybody sings it, even though everybody's not obviously not as good as singing as Freddie fucking Mercury. No, no, but that's yeah. a very special moment oh, yeah, that no, we all can share. That, that's a huge. And unlike the Lion King song, you can actually sing words to it <laughs> instead, of, instead of just like still a fun. Uh, that that oh, yeah. speaks to anyone. Like you're going out with your friends Friday night, Saturday night, whatever, and yeah, you're putting on your song, and you're all fucking. I've crashed my car doing that shit so you know no. listen to Bohemian Rhapsody no no other songs but just like rocking out <laughs> yeah. Fender Bender well, bad news anyway. uh, well, anyway, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah uh, apparently the studio was really pushing for a Guns N' Roses song and Mike Myers threatened to walk off the movie if they didn't do Bohemian Rhapsody and um, he was proven right yeah. it was a correct decision yeah it was yeah, yeah. Would not have, that, that, that scene would not have had staying power with with Guns N' Roses, so that oh, was a good hell choice. No. Hell he also he also th- thought the Terminator bit, uh, which the T one thousand makes a cameo. Yeah. He thought that was dumb. Um, and that's honestly, hilarious. it is hilarious. So, but I will say, I understand a dude who's like thirty at the time, and that's just like some popcorn movie coming out. It's, it's right, gonna be right. like if like we were making a movie, and someone's like, no, nah, and then you're gonna put fucking Dominic, uh, whatever his name from fucking Fast and Furious in uh, there. And oh yeah, yeah, he would be like, so, ah, yeah. fuck that. This is like popular movie. But yeah, I mean, to us. Who think Terminator 2 fucking rocks. Oh, yeah, have you yeah. seen this boy? And it's just a picture of Wayne going like this. <laughs> they do uh, Jurassic Park in the sequel, too. Yeah. They have the T-Rex in Central, or the park they go to. Which that's right. Touch upon. Um, yeah, that's hilarious. Uh, let's see. There's a note here about multiple endings. Yeah, the, the movie. They have the, the well, they have the sad ending, and oh. they have the Scooby Doo ending. I I don't like ha- that. Really? No, oh, man. I actually I really love this trope. I wish more movies would do it. Clue. Does this clue does it great? Does it to perfection? I think I, it's. I really. I mean, the Scooby Doo is not very. Ooh, funny. wait a minute. Clue doesn't have a prequel, sequel, or remake though. They're trying to remake it. 
We have time. We should do Clue. We have time. time. Uh, I think I we will literally put it on the list right now. We, we've we've brought this up before because us all writing who done it type things would just be motherfucking hilarious. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You guys are getting a little behind the scenes. I so. sort of did a who done it in my um. What was my Scooby Doo episode? I made something. Yeah. yeah. I made it was Spice World. Spice World. Uh, it's, yeah. it's, it's the same kind of reason I think like like a Pulp Fiction episode would be fun. Us doing the chapters that like, oh, what's that element? Oh, we'll find more about that later. Hell yeah. Like, yeah, stuff like that. Anyway, um, uh, I get it. I think I think the meta kind of like, oh yeah, we're gonna we're gonna fucking break the mold and challenge form and yeah, we're gonna give you a bunch of endings. I think that's funny in concept, but I don't think any of the endings are particularly satisfying. The movie ends with them doing fish, fish hooks. Face. Fish face, I just yeah. I just don't fucking I don't know. I, I think it falls apart at the end. Um Oh yeah, no, a lot, yeah. like like we said in the synopsis, well, the movie kind of falls apart after the second act. I mean, they kind of, of happen. Well, the, yeah, the second act is kind of the end of the movie because they, at that point, they had the TV show, and then at that point, it was like, uh, well, there's a there's some kind of drama between Wayne and Cassandra and Benjamin, and and then they want to beam like their song into one guy's limo, and they yeah. got to do it because otherwise he won't see it. Yeah, and, it, it's it's not the. The story writing of the movie is not great, but it's a co- it's a comedy film. Like doesn't... it's a comedy film based off of Saturday Night Live skits, so they did a good job. Yeah, in no, realizing it, that it's really Absolutely. it really I I really can't harp on this enough. The the joke writing in this movie is fantastic. Like this isn't like I really when I rewatched this I really tried to like take off the nostalgia goggles, you know. And like this was a really big movie. This was a VHS that got destroyed in my house because it got oh, played, that's good. played yeah. so much. It was a big one for me too. Yeah, so like I really tried to remove all of that and when I was watching with my girlfriend who hasn't really watched the movie much and she was like laughing at parts too. And I was like, Yeah, no, this this is just good yeah. comedy writing. Like this is very very solid bits, very good timing, great goofy moments, great reference humor, great dry humor. It, it, like it's a really good comedic movie. Like uh, it's probably why it's held up as well as it has for twenty seven years. That's definitely a, a a prime '90s comedy pick for me. One hundred percent. Oh yeah, uh, I lump that in with like the Dumb and Dumber. Uh, and, uh, you know, oh, it's yeah. right up there with your you know Dirty Works and uh, <laughs> yeah. Really oh yeah, definitely movies. Dirty Works. I think mean, I might like Dirty Wayne's Works World. just a shade more. <laughs> no, but, no, no, know, don't worry about uh, it. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's, you know, that, that's, teach their own. Yeah, yeah, say, yeah you know. it's true. You know, uh, uh, I, 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 d- d- yeah, definitely, definitely. You know, it's still like, it's a good time. Um, another noble scene. Uh, the, the product uh, placement. The product placement thing, thing which is <laughs> yeah, super yeah. fucking funny it's, how blatant they are with it. Yeah. Oh, it's so 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 funny. Like it, I, I mean, like, like people just do things for money. Yeah, Scott, you were touching on this a little really bit earlier. Sad. Do you want to talk about this scene? Well, uh, the product placement scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there's there's a product placement which I think is it. It's tied in directly with them being on the set of the new Wayne's World. Where it's like it's Wayne's basement, but it's not Wayne's basement. Yeah, exactly. Um, the corporate equivalent of like the wholesome version. Yeah, I just think that. that they're just like. I mean, they are one hundred percent doing it to the camera to be like, yeah, here's. And I kind of wonder, it's like. Are these real product placements at the same time? They, I mean, like, they are pro- they working they prob- in a real product? Pl- I they mean, probably you might got as paid. well. They probably got paid for them. Yeah, you might as well. Just but like, I mean, it's a good. I mean, like, taste look, of the generation. Look, <laughs> look, <laughs> movies are expensive, and product placements will happen. Like, it, it just will, and it's fine. You can do them in tasteful, nonchalant ways because we all interact with brands regularly. It's not unrealistic for like a Sony TV and computer to no. be in a scene because that'll happen sometimes. But it's a good way of commenting on it and, you know, also probably getting the money in that. I will say 
And this is partially why I rewatched all the Austin Powers movies for this episode of the podcast. Is Ugh. Adam Sandler gets so much crap for all of the product placements in his movies, and Mike Myers is just as bad. He's awful at it. In uh, Austin Powers 2, there are so many Heineken product placement scenes that are literally just ads to the camera. Oh, yeah. And not even jokes. Give you know the commercials? Like, don't touch my Heine, yeah, baby. Exactly. Uh, you know, that, it's funny that like, Heineken was very uh, instrumental in like, re- like pumping money back into the Bond franchise that had kind of gone bankrupt. Like they're oh, a major, that. no, no. That's why they're a major player in Skyfall and the one after that. But it, and you will see Bond rather than drinking, you know, his fucking cocktail. What uh, uh, martini? Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, he, he's drinking a goddamn Heineken. Oh my the god. label that is out, a, that is, <laughs> facing that is, that, right out. Oh my god, that is a downgrade. Uh, wow. uh, 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 is it shaken and not stirred though? <laughs> <laughs> oh god, it's like Bond just having to piss hell I mean, much. That, that'll improve a Heineken for when you want that fucking nose bubble burp thing in the back <laughs> of your fucking nose immediately. I'm I, sure beautiful European women just love you breathing on them with your Heineken breath. Yeah, mm. I will say shaking a Heineken would improve it because it would dispel a lot of Heineken and you'd have less Heineken to drink. Why would I recall you and I drinking a fuck ton of Heineken? Dude, I was a um, One time we bought them instead of Stella once, and then we never did that again. <laughs> I'm not very good. <laughs> They're I, not when I was like a, young, a teenager, and like, you know, that that used to be like, uh, yeah, Heineken. I, I think, allegedly, uh, allegedly, I, allegedly, I, allegedly, I, hey, allegedly. Hey, it wasn't like a... No. Allegedly. For a stupid-ass kid who's sneaking beers and shoulder tapping. Allegedly. Allegedly. I would say Heineken is a top tier to a teenager. That's yeah. like high, high class uh, yes. shit. So when you get that, has no palate for alcohol um, whatsoever. You get but that he, bubble behind the nose, like eh, this is a good time. Oh fuck! Bond drinks it. Daniel Craig, who's got another injury on set, drinks this. Um, I will say on the on the subject of the um, proc placement, I think th- th- this is great. This is hilarious. It's super. Fun, I think yeah. a lot of uh, things these days lean too heavily into like we're aware it's an ad. And we're gonna do it anyway. I think it's just kind of been done to death. Well, yeah. Wayne's World gets cred for being the early originator. one of that. But early hey, adopt. at the end of the day, it's way better than than you know Scooby Doo and Shaggy arriving t- on the red carpet with Burger King, like Scooby Doo Two. They got like Burger King bags in their oh, hand, geez. and they uh, what? Uh, God, uh, I want to say like ropers there, like high fives. Sure. Why not? But, uh, or, or you know, the whole f- finale of the Power Rangers movie being based around Krispy Kreme. Oh my god, that's just that was fucking awful. shameful. That was an awful experience. What is it? Uh, uh, zombie World is mostly about Twinkies. Yeah. You know what? And then, I'm gonna and give the that one. Hostess went under after that movie. That was a bad decision. Well, they got bought by I'm someone. Just, I don't know. I give yeah. the Zombieland thing a little credit because it's like, it seems organic. It seems organic. It, d- cause it does seem organic yeah. for the movie. Didn't care for the movie. Though. Oh yeah, it's I fine. don't care for Zombieland I, that I, much either. Uh, the Bill Murray part's the best part. Bill Murray part is the best, but that's like, like I don't want to wade through like a just a very right, 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 milk right. toast lead. For so much. Oh, you don't love Jesse Eisenberg? For so much of the. And just so much voiceover. Ugh. And just yeah. like CGI. Don't need any, any voiceover for a zombie movie, first of all. Uh, CGI zombie stuff, it, when you get. Uh, it's just like. Zombie movies are so much better when they're low budget and like all practical. And I understand we use CGI in all sorts of ways that we don't even realize don't, all the time. But at the same. It's just like overproduced, crappy CGI stuff. Yeah, but. um. We're not talking about zombie movies right no, now. No, no. We're, uh, we're, we're talking about Wayne's World. Yeah, Mike Myers definitely blocked Penelope, uh, Penelope Spheres from directing the sequel, which probably wasn't in the sequel's favor because favor, the no. sequel's very much samey. In the same way the Austin Powers movies are. It's like, hey, you like that gag? Here's another version of that. Yeah, and I, I will say, um, I guess before we move on to talking about Wayne's World 2, because that's the reason we can't do it 
on the show. Sure. Um, Scott, you'd recommend Wayne's World. Sure. I mean, it's, it's like I said, just no Mike Myers in the afternoon. <laughs> sure. um, and with that caveat, I'd say in the evening, you want to throw on uh, a good Wayne's World. It's it's like a, it's a fun time. It's a little time capsule back for like what would be like the beginning of like boner comedies of, uh, you know, um, the 90s very light boner comedy because there isn't a lot of boner well they say like swing uh, and stuff it's not really jokes eh, like I think uh, most things actually like all of the sexual things of this movie really don't age very well at all well yeah but I mean eh I also it's Wayne's World so I I don't I don't care yeah I'd recommend watching it no they don't swing top 10 bay is just like like oh yeah that, that's the boner comedy stuff yeah, that being said as opposed to their uh, their predecessors bill and ted who just call each other gay in every way they can yeah, uh, yeah. way and garth age a lot better i forgot better. about that uh, yeah I, uh, I i don't know i i revisited cuz these were on prime i think all the bill and ted's and all the wayne's worlds were on prime like a month or two ago and i watched all of them and I just, I don't know, they all blend together, but I was not digging the Bill and Ted. But we're not talking about Bill and yeah. Ted. So how do we feel about Wayne's World 2? I, um, I, well, I love Wayne's World. I just wanted to give my recommendation. Yeah. I don't think no, I did. Oh, I'm sorry. To no, that's fine. No, I totally watched, recommend watching it and flowing into Wayne's World 2. If you just can get the, the copy of Wayne's World 2 at the same time, you might as well watch it. Yeah, it's not offensively bad. No, um, basically the plot is Wayne is going to throw a concert in Aurora called Wayne Stock. Yeah, that's it. That's the and whole plot. And the, the whole the, the how that gets set in motion is just a rip off of Field of Dreams, right? Yeah. If you build Field it, of they will come. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just, um, Morrison from the Doors um, and a naked Indian guy. And Tim Tim Meadows is uh, Sammy Davis. Is that Tim Meadows? I have no idea. It might be I, Tim I Meadows and Sammy really, Davis Jr. He, that, the Sammy Davis Jr. part is one of the fa- funnier parts of that movie. <laughs> so, so, uh, and Va- Sammy Davis Jr. and Van Morrison? Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. It's um, no Jim Morrison from The <laughs> Van Doors. Morrison. Van Morrison is a different singer-songwriter. Jim Morrison was the lead singer. I'm not. Well, that, sorry, music fans. I'm not uh, like Van music. Wilder. I do a movie yeah. podcast, not a music podcast. Yeah, that, okay. that's true. That's true. Until we start Did, off. Do you want to tune in next week for Until we, sequel remake Jams? You're talking about Prelude. Prelude, um, outro, <laughs> intro, you know, whatever we're going to call it. Um, I'm going to be beatboxing throughout the whole thing. Oh, Get yeah. ready for some throat it'll be It'll be a beatboxing good time. Yeah, but apparently um, the original script Myers turned in was a complete ripoff of a British comedy. And uh, the studio didn't get wind of it until like two months before like shooting was supposed to start. So like the direct uh, like the producers were like, uh, Mike, you need to write a new script in like two weeks or we're going to ruin you. And he wrote Wayne's World 2. And it shows that it was a script written in like two weeks. Yeah, because oh, it's a man. ripoff of like uh. even more so than the first movie, picking and pulling like parody things to parody. This movie is like just a Frank. It's like a prequel sequel remake. It's a yeah. Franken thing. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, we're just going to do this with Wayne and Garth. Like the finale is the graduate. Come yeah, on no, now. No. Yeah, I will you, say. You can't just do that. Yeah. The, the parody, except on a podcast. The parody they do in which the first you, Wayne's which World. Which you can. Because it's fine art. I do want to put yeah, that. It is fine mm, art. want to put that out there once again. Fine art. Fair use. Uh, we're, we're good. Yeah. Um, and you, talking about the parody, they do do parody in Wayne's World, but it's very light. It's very, very mild. They, like, don't do it overtly. They do... They lean heavily on parody, probably because Mike Myers had to write this script in two weeks. Yeah. Um, Makes a lot of sense. Yeah, so, it, like... I don't know. There's really not a lot to say about it. Some of the bits are funny. Like, Tia Carrera's still cool. There's a 
pretty poorly aged kung fu scene between Wayne and her dad. Um, yeah, that's lo- so it's uh, pretty bad now. It, it does, yeah. Worth mentioning, it's Low Pan from Big Trouble. It I, is I Low Pan, yeah. Yeah, I, I, uh, this is gonna really blow you away. That guy's still alive. <laughs> How old is he? I think he's like ninety. I mean. But he still voice acts and stuff. And he's got a cool he, voice. He's guest starred on like every incarnation of like the Ninja Turtles. Like, like, oh, uh, man, yeah, what? he's still kicking. Um, uh, sorry, lost my train of thought. Oh, uh, Wayne's World Two. Um, <laughs> see, no, no, Wayne's World Two and Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey are blending together because I'm thinking because Bogus Journey ends with them coming back to that concert. Yeah, I will say Bogus Journey is definitely a better movie. Uh, yeah, I agree. Bogus Journey is better than Wayne's World 2, and it's better than Excellent Adventure. It's a weird... It's a weird movie. I don't know if it's... I'd say they're about, like, on even pairing. I can't do Excellent Adventure. It feels like an episode of Wishbone to me. Just cheap... (laughs) Just cheap fucking, like, time travel (laughs) shit. Oh my god, it is an episode (laughs) of Wishbone. A plus. A A plus, Desmond. That was a great draw. Wow. Stream of consciousness. No, that that A plus. I remember those fucking books. You get them in those scholastic What's the story, Wishbone? He's a cute dog. That's the story. Yeah, it yeah. is. Yeah, um, he's a cute dog. Um, but I can't remember. Uh, hey, fill us in because I didn't watch Wayne's World too. Sure. Uh, um, where Where are some bits from? I know Kevin Pollak is in it as the ocular albino. Yeah. The two eyes. And and it's it's basically the mole bit from Austin Powers Three, except with eyes like punching down. Yeah, that's punch, that's, punch that's, down that's uh, Mike Myers's way. Uh, there's the character of Del Paxton. He's the British roadie. They bring along to you know. Um, make the concert happen. He's the best. Jim Morrison says he's like the best there ever was. He's in the good times and the bad. He like tells all of these old road stories. Oh, about like, the M&Ms. Yeah. And yeah. like killing like the shop owner and shit with Bengal tiger and all this stuff. I'm like, he's really like, those bits are really funny. And the fact that he keeps retelling them cause he's an old burnt out, like drug, like everything from like back in the city. Does he, does he, I, I don't remember this, but does he over tell them like, like yeah, he, he, tells just keeps, them, he keeps telling, he that's keeps kind telling of, that's the funny. same two stories. Mm-hmm over and over again which is super funny um there is a village people bit which has not aged very well where they're like he's spying on cassandra and they all happen to be wearing all of the outfits from the village people except uh, the native american outfit but the native american from wayne's dreams shows up for that bit so they can have that because that's i remember thinking that was people funny in 1995 yeah i remember being a kid and be like oh it's so funny it's like ymca yeah it, it is ymca it is why it's just ymca you're just doing yeah. a thing there's that's the, the, kind of lazy. Yeah, um, um, Chris, Chris Farley is really funny in it. Chris Farley's in this one too. Yeah, he is. He plays a different character. He's like, uh, he wants to be a roadie. He hates like he's like played off like he's been a friend of Wayne and Garth's forever, and like that's fine. Um, he like hates his dad. He hates his life. He like drinks all the time, and he's a roadie. He's really dedicated. But I mean, he's just he's just funny because Chris Farley. Uh, Chris. Uh, Christopher Walken is the villain. Oh my god! Yeah, that okay. That that is something very notable to talk about from Wayne's World too. Um, he plays uh, Ben. I bl- no, he's not Benjamin. Um, I ca- I can't remember. Um, he's the bad guy. He's the bad guy. He's uh he's Cassandra's record producer, and like halfway through the movie, Wayne breaks up with Cassandra for literally no reason. It's a completely fabricated thing, and she's gonna hook up with Christopher Walken, who is. 55 yeah. at the time of filming. Mm. Ah. Had he already yeah. been ah. all... Yeah, that's ah. Had he already uh. been all over uh. SNL? Oh, uh, he's hosted SNL, like, I think more than anyone else. But at else. that point, early, yeah. early 90s. No, I think so. Continental. Question is, is is his age gap 
you know, his age gap between him and uh, Christopher Rocken and 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 uh, T. Carrere, T. is Cassandra, is that bigger than the age gap of Roger Moore and his female counterpart in uh, A View to uh, view, uh, view to a Kill, which also stars Christopher Walken. Is that why you're <laughs> thinking of it? What made me think as the villain? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, he it was his like grand. <clears throat> No, it was his granddaughter's age, or she was her, her, his granddaughter's age. In a view to a kill, Ooh. That was, that, and Ooh. so it's worse. It, it's it's fucking, pretty. It's pretty bad. I yeah. mean, I mean, are we? <laughs> you're right. Yeah, thesis like, on how fucked up the Bond franchise is, or like, frankly, Hollywood films, <laughs> yeah, in yeah, general, yeah. in terms like Tom Cruise, you know, is always has a love interest, which is like, you know, could be his granddaughter's age, like. Yeah. Tom yeah. Cruise? Yeah, Tom Cruise. How fucking old is Tom Cruise? What he's got to be? He's around sixty now. Yeah. All yeah. Right. He was in his 20s in like the early 80s. Yeah, 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 you're right, you're right. Yeah. I guess I just I mean, he drank the blood or whatever the fuck <laughs> or yeah. like got hell hell work done. That Thetan uh meter yeah, is working working good. Oh, maybe for there's him. something to it, guys. Yeah, uh, maybe. But, uh, Desmond tries out Scientology. <laughs> oh god. Next episode. And Desmond gets- never came back. <laughs> and suddenly now the rest of us are in danger. Thanks, Desmond. Um yeah, Wayne's World 2. Uh I guess watch it. Yeah, it's you be the judge. It's, yeah, it's fine. It's, if you it's, liked Wayne's World one, you'll probably enjoy parts, Wayne's World two. Yeah, parts in of it. parts. Um, especially. it's uh, it's sequelitis. Comedy sequels rarely so very well. Get, get, I, I mean, can't se- think of sequels a, in general rarely pan in, out in comedy sequels. Like I can't Friday after next Friday maybe Friday yeah. sequels. I don't I, think the Friday's, I have, I have lo- I'm lost on all the. Friday sequels. First um, one's pretty good. Yeah, the first one's pretty first good. one's a great um, uh, 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 movie. I don't think. I'm I don't trying think... to think of a good. Com- I guess Bogus Journey is a pretty good comedy sequel. Oh, Terminator Two. <laughs> oh, it's a great, co- great sequel. comedy sequel. Badass great. sequel. It's just like, do you? What do you do? Do you do you turn everything they knew on their its head and, and alienate people? Uh, I mean, things work the first time. You want to have it back? It's like the 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 the, the Hangover movies embody that fully. It's just I, like, oh yeah, you guys just did not know what to do with mm. these moving forward like nothing reached the heights of that original one which i don't really care for that much anyway but i will, I will say i thought of a, a good comedy sequel when it's 22 jump street yeah that's a very funny movie. yeah phil lord and uh, christopher miller great filmmakers yeah they're very talented there's some gross stuff in that though. well yeah there's gross stuff in the first one too uh uh well having said that i yes. mean um well, what would uh what would you guys do if you could make a sequel, prequel, or remake to Wayne's World? Um, so I've thought about this, and um, if, there, if there's a remake now, it would just be a YouTube or a streaming thing. I, I really don't. I don't. I don't want, I don't, that. I don't want no. that. I don't think it would have the charm. Way more of it. special that it was what? just a TV show. They had to. You had yeah. to try. You had to what? try a little bit. You had to have a whole satellite truck in your fucking yard. What I'd actually be a little interested in is if Wayne and Garth now were like still trying to make it in TV, and we're still like trying to like get the dream going. You know, I'd be like more interested in seeing that than seeing what the natural remake would be, which is like you know streaming and them not getting like how like Periscope and like Twitch and all these things work and Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. No, that sounds so, terrible so I, I'd be really <laughs> interested I, I honestly would or like them mentoring some like young people who are trying to like get on that way and like showing them like you know what like their own little personal pet projects meant to them and encouraging a new generation to do things like that I think th- that could be like kind of wholesome and funny um I got two you got two um to kind of go along with what you're saying I think 
them Way and Garth in present day would be really funny if it if they weren't older. You know what I mean? If it's like if you could go Austin Powers and they were frozen. Oh right. And it's right. like like young Wayne and Garth who are still like plucky like twenty something year olds like. I don't know, introduced like rock is dead pretty much mainstream rock and roll oh, like definitely. them like and like maybe them kind of like embracing hip hop could be like really funny like not being a crotchety old rocker about it like, yeah. like just being like oh this is badass um mm. I think them trying to navigate YouTube would be super cringy but there's no way oh, you most can av- definitely you, you, there's no way you can avoid it it's a natural progression um, but now. I think obviously the way to go would be them I mean that's the obvious studio way oh Wayne and Garth in present day trying to make it in some way um or uh, spinoff, you go uh, think like um, Adult Swim Metalocalypse style animation, like Wayne's World the cartoon. Oh, that would be kind of like, fun. And like them, like th- then you can have everyone just doing the voice. You have yeah. uh, you have Ed O'Neill back too, oh and just God. have him that stack that like lends itself to that like death clock it kind does. of drawing. <laughs> It'd be hilarious. Fuck, I would and, watch and that. And you could have him do whatever. You could have the show. I mean, POV camera stuff doesn't really work as well with animation, but who cares? Yeah, you could still have them addressing the audience. You have them be fully aware that they're in a cartoon. Um, I, it would work. Yeah, I think I think Wayne's World the cartoon show would be my top pick and yeah, probably the coolest. That, way that's a that's, no. That's I mean, that's a good a, idea. That's, that's a really, a really good, idea. good idea. That's yeah. uh, we should have Desmond go last because it's way more thoughtful than mine. All right. Well, um, um, I mean, but I was thinking we do a remake called it The Wayne's World, except it's just with the Wayne's brothers instead <laughs> of, of Wayne and Garth. Uh, <laughs> so it's gonna be a very different movie, but I, I would say let's give it a shot. I feel, you know it I mean? feels like you're just pitching in living color. Um, and then another one that I had was uh, a sequel, uh, Wayne's World Three: Enter the Biodome. This is when we crush, oh mesh. God. You know, Wayne and Garth are in there, and they're with Polly Shore and whatever and the guy's what, name is. It's uh, one of the Baldwins. Okay, fine. It's one of the Baldwins. It's, it's not Alex. It's, 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 it's one it, of the you other know, ones. I, I, it, it's okay. I don't know, you could do Wayne's World again with like new the y- youths. <laughs> new new youths. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, like if you like. No, like do, Wayne do, is so, eating the corns off of the Polly Shore's feet. Uh, <laughs> you know? uh, I don't like say, say uh, you do with like, a couple, biodome humor. Uh, say you do with like a couple young black men or something. It's like a totally a different vibe already. I don't know. Yeah, it's something. Like, it's okay, like like yeah. that's when when you're remaking something, you have to like justify like. I don't know. Do you really want like a couple of 2019 like like 19 year old white dudes doing Wayne's World now? No. It's like no, you got to no, do something way different. Yeah. Like like yeah, way into sense. like maybe the rap world rather than the rock or something. Yeah. Uh, which I know tons of people who love Wayne's World would be so vehemently <laughs> against. Uh, it's what pop music. You know, is I'm just now, really man. not down for the misogyny of rap music. And, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Well, Doctor, yeah, Cherry Pie, and all. The time I'm being sarcastic. Uh, I don't hot, reflect hot my for teacher and all your other favorite songs. Uh, dude looks like a lady. Sage, uh, fantastically. That Doctor song. Feel Good. <laughs> Doctor Feel Good. Great, great song. Classic. Very sensitive to everyone. Um, well, I think this has been an awesome episode. Yeah, man. I've, oh, I've really yeah. enjoyed. Uh, uh, you know. Watching Wayne's World in preparation for this and discussing it and getting juiced and uh, seems like everyone had a really good time with it and go check out Wayne's World. That's yeah. all I can say. Yeah, man. Uh, you'll, you'll 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 laugh, you'll cry, you'll hurl. <laughs> oh, nice. uh, and, if, yeah. and if and if you hurl and she stays, she was meant to be. I say. Oh, <laughs> I, 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 yeah. I, I kind of mis mis misquoted it, it here. No, but no, it, I mean, you guys got it. Everybody got yeah. it. Do, do, do you, when uh. When wait, when uh, Bugs Bunny would dress up like a girl bunny, you ever think he was attractive? Okay, no. where do we land on that joke? 
I think it's funny. Okay, it's fucking hilarious. That's, That's a okay. real laugh it's from Michael yes, Myers. But it's from a different take of, of him saying, Garth saying something else. It's not him reacting to that joke, but they cut it together because it's a real laugh. And that, it's definitely a real laugh. That I didn't know. Yeah, yeah well, that it's really funny. Because, you know, uh, the, the, the Bugs Bunny thing would make me laugh really hard. <laughs> if it was just yeah. out of nowhere. No. Because apparently everything yeah, on... Yeah, neither. <laughs> no. <laughs> that um, actually sounds like something that I would hear Desmond say. I mean, it's very... Yeah. Where's the lie, Desmond? Because uh, apparently everything on the hood of the car at the airport, we shot the end of the movie. Yeah, and they were just like, let's just ad-lib everything. We are so fucking sick of this. Like, yeah, like they, we're, we need this done. Yeah, I think they were waiting for a plane to fly overhead, so they just filmed them ad-libbing a bunch of stuff while they waited for the plane. Um, but in actuality, the plane that flew over them was just like a, like a three-foot model. model. Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, um, this has been a great episode. Um, if you liked what you heard, um, you know, got to... You know, like, comment, subscribe, leave a review. If you, you really liked what you heard, um, you can be a listener supporter on anchor.fm slash prequel sequel remake. Give us a little moolah, um, you know, for our troubles. Um, but if you've listened to this episode, you've heard at least one ad. So, you know, we got some money. You know, exactly. I have a family to feed. There's we're gonna need yeah, we're gonna need the, the, those dollars. And yeah. if you happen to find the Super Mario Bros. movie, please smash action, crash and uh, crash and uh, bash crash cruiser, and, crash and smash, cruiser. crash and smash action, please. What, let's what? get the let's get the actual name of it correct because you know I've had a lot of a lot of listeners being like I tried to look up smash and crash cruiser I, I don't know what the hell it is is it it was like a, a Super Mario Bros. police action police cruiser. action cruiser I believe. There's no smash and crash in it. No. no. Uh, no. But uh, well, I had this. But, I'm uh, just saying, maybe, what it does. Maybe, maybe, no, yeah, in the, in, in the, the commercial. Podcast, yeah. In the commercial. Oh. And trust me, I, I I have eBay notifications now for this. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna know if it comes on. Smashing. I mean, I, it's a it's a Super call, Mario's like police action. Cruiser. Police action. Cruiser. But it smashes. It crashes. It does. It, it does. does, and it comes apart. It's one of those fucking toys where it's like, yeah, this looks great, and then it's just like, oh, broken a million pieces. I lost some pieces. Yeah, it went down the vent. Yeah, it's not uh, going down the fucking vent or like under the couch or gets uh, vacuumed up and your fucking mom's just gone. like tough shit it's gone this is the way it goes you fucking little dumb yeah. asshole yeah. anyway uh, goodbye what's the story wishbone what's this you're dreaming of such big imagination on such a little Story wishbone. What's the story wishbone? What's the story wishbone? What's the story wishbone? What's the story wishbone?